Hey, this is Wes Robinson from Blair Witch, and you're listening to Thinking Outside the Long Box. Tim, get me that orange juice and that biscuit. You're listening to Thinking Outside the Long Box with Juan, Gabe, Tim, and Doyle. <laughs> 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 now we're recording. Hey, you everybody. You didn't watch this one? Oh, man, this was the most anticipated for me. So, welcome the plan to, was to watch, the long box. The plan was to watch with Gabe, and then the password came too late. And then I basically woke up ten minutes before I needed to get back to Gabe's. So I just didn't get a chance to watch most of it. I'm surprised you didn't see it already. Alicia saw it. She really liked it. <laughs> I can speak on her behalf. <laughs> She was a big fan of this film. Anyway, hey everybody, welcome to this episode of Thinking Outside the Long Box. I'm Gabe. I'm Tim. I'm Doyle. I'm Juan. Yay, we did it. <laughs> Woo! Uh, and today we're going to be talking about Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad. But not the weird. other one. Yeah, The Suicide Squad. Oh, is that the That's difference? the difference, yeah. Lame. One's just Suicide Squad. <laughs> that, that's not stupid. Birds of Prey. <laughs> That movie was terrible. I haven't watched that one either. I haven't no, seen that one. Either. The Suicide Squad Alicia is a 2021 on American <laughs> superhero film based on DC Comics featuring the team Suicide Squad. Produced by DC Films, Atlas Entertainment, and the Safran Company and distributed by Warner Brothers. It's a standalone sequel to Suicide Squad and the 10th film in the DCEU. How do you be a standalone sequel? Because it doesn't because it's, you it's in the same universe, it's the same team, but you don't follow the events. It doesn't of the last rely one. on the events of the previous yeah. movie to tell its story. I think it does though, because they don't even go over the part of like how she'll blow up your head if you go away, and like yeah, they do. Yeah, they do at the very beginning. Uh huh. When she puts it into uh, Bloodshot's head, they do it no, her... into Savant's head. I said put Savant's the thing head. In his head. I just oh remember. yeah, you're right. You're right. They go over it. She says it really quick, but they go over. I it. definitely think you would be missing it. A feel for this movie if you hadn't seen the first one. Maybe a feel, but I don't think you need. You know, the characters are returning. Like you don't know why they have a bond at all. Like I mean, I don't think you need it for this. They die pretty quick. (laughs) No, you still have uh, what's his name and Rubio throughout the pretty much the whole movie. Well, who's what's his name? The the main guy who's like not part of the Rick Flag. Flag. And Rubio? Who's Rubio? The chick, Carly Quinn. Oh, where's Rubio? Isn't that her real last name? Robbie. Robbie. Oh, Robbie. Robbie. Just Robbie. Robbie. That's that's where my confusion was too. <laughs> yeah. Rubio. I was like, like did I miss another character? I think I. Just, I think I a lot mixed, of people die in this movie. So. I think I mixed her name with Machio, <laughs> which is from the last episode. Rubio. I love how much Pete Davidson is in the advertising for this. Oh man, and how he like is dead is fucking instantaneously. So that's the, and his so death doesn't. Uh, that was one of my frustrating things. Is like, why does he die that way? Like, why? Why is he trying to turn himself over when he knows that those she'll just blow up his head? Because he would have died either way. Right. Even if even if they like welcomed him, he would have died from her. Yeah. So it's just like he didn't come. I'm fine with him dying like right away. That just didn't make a lot of sense. He to just me. did it in a really stupid way. Yeah. So are we fine with probably the point? The, are we fine with James movies Gunn. advertising something so that you go watch it? For them to flip the comp- the script. Yes. yes. It's what sold me on Scream. I don't yes. think Suicide Squad lied to you at all. It just... It just, just said... Yeah. It just said, 
He's in this movie. <laughs> like, you, you thought for longer than he was. <laughs> you were, you that's were been wrong. A, that's been a thing a lot lately, I think. like they at, Some of it, like in Avengers, is just certain scenes and things because they, they want you to think that some things are happening and then they don't really happen. Well, um, Loki admitted to that. The, the King Loki scene that you see in the trailer is not in the show. Yeah. I forget what it. And they were like, is. and they admitted to it. They were like, All yeah, the way we back did that to on the purpose. Matrix, I was like, because I remember there's a scene in the Matrix trailer that's not in the movie, so it goes back along. I mean, but I think more and more lately, there, that's a thing where you think something. Uh, something's going to happen or be focused on these people, and then all of a sudden they they die or they're just not as involved. COVID related too, maybe some of that. How probably. things are, how much things are just disjointed. Like maybe the guy working on the trailer is not even talking to the right. fucking guy who made the movie. You know, maybe what I mean? or things change between when the trailer was made and when it came out. But I don't think it's as uncommon like through through like time as you think it is mm, because not. like. That was a big part of, like, what happened with Scream, is, like, Scream starred Drew Barrymore. Her name was across the top of everything. Her face was on all of the posters. She dies in the first five <laughs> minutes of the movie, and then you're like, oh, well, what the fuck is going to happen now? <laughs> like, and that's, I think that's kind of what they're going for with Suicide Squad 2, is they're, here's this person that's really likable, has already been pretty funny in the movie, like, in the first couple minutes, you assume that he's going to be a bigger part of the movie, and then he dies to like indicate to you literally anybody could die at literally any moment in this movie. They definitely Game of Thrones this movie. They're just they, like, Game of Thrones the we'll fuck out. <laughs> in conclusion, when they killed Flag, because you did not see that coming. Yeah, I mean I was, you do, but I was like, you don't. I, was, I didn't think they'd kill it. I was very upset that they killed Flula because I wanted to see more <laughs> Flula Borg because he's very funny. He I was upset. Javelin. Yeah, I mean, I know. I was upset when they killed Who Weasel? am I giving the staff to? I was very but upset they when they kill killed the Weasel. Weasel. <laughs> Anybody check if the Weasel can swim? <laughs> <laughs> it's a good-ass movie. Like, I, I have, admittedly, I have, like, about 20 minutes of this movie to watch because it is long as fuck. Two hours, two hours and, and 12. Yeah. So what's weird is everyone that I know and that I've seen that has seen this movie that doesn't know comic books hates the Starro part of it. Really? And I've seen I've heard literally probably ten different people tell me like I loved this movie until the big fucking starfish came out of nowhere, and I was like, "That's like pretty relevant in comic books." Yeah, that's yeah. like probably my favorite part of yeah, it. Yeah, I thought it was badass. Like, I, I also like that's thing, a kaiju he's up a, in this bitch. He's an Avengers villain too, isn't he? Or no, uh, not Justice Avengers, League? Not, uh, Justice League, not Avengers. No, I meant Justice League. Oh, not Fantastic Four. Justice League. Uh, Justice League. I meant Justice League, yeah. Yeah, because he's like one of the first villains to like beat him, pretty much. Yeah. And he's in Superman. Why is he in Superman? No, that's not the same thing. No. Who is in the Superman? It's like the same bad guy, almost. Um. It's not not a Marvel DC crossover. I don't know. All I know is that. No, it is Starro, because it's still DC. I just know that the Justice League was formed to defeat Starro. Yeah. It is so. I assume that this Suicide Squad is, is going to villain. work into hopefully a better <laughs> version of Justice League. I mean, yeah. it definitely could. Although I technically like it once they remastered it, but I don't know. Did they kill Starro at the end of this? Oh yeah, they murdered. Yeah. Him. Oh okay. Well then, never mind. Harley Quinn destroys him. Yeah, she, the rat she kind of flies into his eyeball. Nice. <laughs> Actually, I don't really know that, that would have killed him if the rats didn't also enter. Oh yeah, that too. His brain. Yeah. But she she flew in, allowing the rats to come in. 
They did make him a sympathetic bad guy at the end. <laughs> where he was like, I was enjoying floating in space. Yeah, <laughs> you brought me here. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's how he's kind of always been. Like, he's a galactic creature that we kidnapped. I mean, oops. See, I didn't even think it was that bad when he got loose and he was like, I claim this island. And I was like, he's being very reasonable. <laughs> yeah. He's gigantic. Yeah. Let him have the island. For a kaiju. I mean, he's gigantic. Yeah, he's like huge. It's just a small island. And, like, what's he going to do? Like, he's going to have the island be fine. Yeah. Just be starfishing all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> like he doesn't seem bent on world domination. He's yeah. like, I chill here now. Thanks a starfish so let me out of the tube. bad guy brings up so many weird questions in my brain. Like, so once all the action dies down, like, how does he like sit down and chill? Like, he lays down. He lays just on starfish. His back. Just <laughs> and then how does he get up? He can move those things. Yeah, so yeah he has tentacles. Wow. He can like stand himself up, and he's got tentacles on his backside. That he's he got like millions of. Oh, he didn't seem to have eyelids either. It's though, like it's going to get real irritated. <laughs> He's got like millions of those little guys. They'll hop, pop out and help milk. Just push them up. So it was made. Are with, they midget staros for 185 million, <laughs> and it made 121.3. Um, what movie did you guys watch recently that you said was made for 200 million? That seemed way less complicated than this. It was one of the last ones. I think it was on the slide was though, because I couldn't. No. No, Jungle Cruise wasn't that much. I mean, Green Knight no. had a huge budget for some weird reason. Yeah. I thought the Green Knight had like no budget. It was like 14000 or $14 million. I don't remember now. Bigger budget than it deserved. Uh, so it's, it's got not a, a whole lot going on. 91% critic score and an 82% audience score. So it's well-liked. Why do the critics like this more than the audience? That I don't know, but it it's, is well-liked. I think part of it probably has to do with like the graphic, graphic violence. I bet there's some people that took their kids to see this that were pretty upset. <laughs> All the same idiots that took their kids to see Deadpool, Deadpool and yeah. Wolverine. This movie I thought was like fairly perfect. It was pretty hilarious. Like, I don't understand why John Cena feels the need to play gay characters constantly. Saying something. <laughs> Even though it is hilarious. He's not married anymore. The, uh, the ten minutes of the film that I saw were better than the hour and a half of the original that I remember. I still like the first Suicide Squad too, actually, but... So I think they, I think that they considered it they DC. I think they considered it one of the most, like one of the best films, even though it underperformed at the box. I think everything's going to underperform at the box office right now, right now, for a yeah. long yeah. time. I've heard pretty across the board from everything I've read from critics saying that this is like the best comic book movie that yeah. thinks come out. I don't know Which if I, I agree disagree. with that. Yeah, but. I disagree as well, but. Because I think the Spider-Man, I think the Spider-Verse is the best comic book movie made to date. But I think some of that lends itself to being in animation as I well. Because there's lots of anime movies that suck. Yeah. No, no, I know. I'm just saying that it's. I th- I think maybe it's easier to write a comic book story that way. Um, but, but I don't know. It just to me Probably some of that of is. Like, I can, I think I get what because Lauren's art saying. On art. I see what you're saying because it's still art. You can make it anything and not be anywhere near as concerned. Like, like creating. Why I like it. I know, but like creating Starro on screen costs a lot more money than creating Starro if they had made an animated movie. And you're right. I think Spider Verse hits probably everything that it needs to hit to be a perfect comic book. Yeah, the whole movie is like perfect to me. Like, and it has nothing to do with the animation because. Honestly, some of the Spider-Man movies I thought had more breathtaking scenes in their animation than Spider-Man's. It's just the way it's written. Yeah. Because some of those fucking like, web-slinging scenes in some of the actual Spider-Man movies are pretty odd. Like, actually, some of the best CGI scenes in comic The whole, music. like, 
the whole like end conclusion to when Spider-Man's fighting Doctor Octopus with the singularity burning in the background. Yeah, like that whole incredible. that whole like series of scenes is just fucking that, gorgeous. Every casting. Like, everything about the movie I thought was perfect. Yeah. What if I were to go on a limb and say Spawn is the best superhero? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Kill yourself. <laughs> limb. Just limb's going to break. So, Peacemaker, setting him up to be like a big villain, it looks like. Because yeah, we all know it's what blank it looks man. like at the end. <laughs> Isn't he dead? No. No. You didn't watch the after credit scene? I didn't. I didn't oh, know there was one. Motherfuck. Yeah. He, the, he, oh, that was a Marvel thing. No. Well, I mean, it might be, but they did. They surely did it in this movie. <laughs> he, uh, he's in the the two main like computer geeks. The big tall dude and then one of the females are in the hospital, and he's hooked up to tubes and shit. And so it looks like he's gonna come back. Obviously, he has his spinoff coming as well. Um, I the, thought the peacemaker. So who's the? And I know him, but it's just not coming to my name right now. The uh, the main black guy character. Who's the uh, bloodsport? Blood yeah, sport. Idris Elba. I thought it was super weird to just replace black guy Deadshot with black guy. Like it was like the same character, and they're very similar in comics as right. well. But it just seemed like such a weird. It seems like Peacemaker's very similar to them as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was just like straight like Will Smith to just Elba. I was like, they wanted Will Smith back. Yeah. I know, but it just seemed like it's weird that he didn't. It come just back. seemed like they tried to replace. He him was making a movie him. at the same time. That's what why the, he didn't come back. What the fuck could have he have done that was more important than being in this hyper Actors successful make, comic book movie? I don't know if they knew it was gonna be hyper successful because. Well, and just, he's Will Smith. I feel yeah. like at this point, James Gunn, you just let that guy do whatever he wants now <laughs> at this point. Yeah. He's he's uh, creating all eight episodes of, of the Peacemaker, of the Peacemaker show. Yeah. yeah. Like, and they're probably all eight going to be fucking phenomenal. I think John Cena did a great fucking yeah, job in this like, movie. <laughs> and he broke out of that, like, and he's been slowly doing it, mm-hmm. breaking out of the... I'm a wrestler who can do like big action and jokey stuff, and that's it. Like he's able to like act. There's a lot of like, there's a lot of like emotion behind like him being the peacemaker and right. what he's willing to do to make peace. And that's that's. I mean, kill he, every child and woman. <laughs> I'm being, but he plays it with like his face instead of his words, which is not something. Like, Dave Bautista does that, too. Like, Dave Bautista, we watch My Spy again. He's a pretty good actor. Like, I think they're, they, I know John Cena has specifically, and I'm sure Bautista has, too, but I think Cena has come out specifically and said, like, I've got a coach. I'm trying to yeah, take this really seriously. Yeah. yeah, and so I, I think it's something you'll see them evolve more into. As I, I think he did a great job in Fast 9, I'm, I'm, and that's serious. I think he, because he plays a brother, then there's a ton of emotion behind that character that he plays as well, beyond the craziness that's going on in the movie. But I think he did... Two really good jobs in two movies this year. So I doled it. Batista's in like the first ten minutes of Blade Runner twenty forty four. I think he's in the whole movie. I mean, not like he doesn't not featured in the whole movie, but I think he's throughout the whole movie. No, he's just no? in that first scene where he beats the shit out of uh, Ryan Gosling. But um, oh, for some reason, I thought he was his, featured like in his the dialogue before they fight. It's actually like really well done. Like 
He does a great job in that moment. Well, I mean, he plays, and he's going to be in yeah. Dune too. He, yeah, he plays uh, the lead of House Harkonnen's military in Dune. It's going to be fucking dope. I cannot wait for Neither that movie. Can I, I can't oh, wait either, it looks it, so good. It's starting to feel like the mythical movie that never comes out to me. Well, that's because of COVID. I mean, everything like is getting pushed so back. Close. <laughs> so been, many other movies came out with COVID. It's been done for a but while. But so many other movies been, are getting pushed back. And they really, really wanted to release it in the theater. Like, yeah. it's a big part. Of what they want to make this the fucking movie that, that you, you go see. Black like, Widow got pushed back into eternity. Black Widow was yeah, never going to be that movie, though, Widow. dude. No, but I'm just like saying. I'm just saying it. There are so like many things that are getting pushed yeah. back. Dude, I feel like they've been pushed back longer. Than they've been talking about making this dude movie forever. Well, I'm sure that. And then finally well, it got going. A, it took them almost an extra year to make. And then yeah, yeah it took extra time to make it. Now and they're holding COVID. it. Well, no. So, so what happened is it took them almost an extra year to make. Then COVID happened, which slowed down all the post production and stuff. And then they got towards the end, quote unquote, end of COVID because clearly there's not reasons. I'm just yeah. starting to feel like that movie doesn't come out. It's ever. gonna come I out. guess the it's... reasons make more sense than you usually. Well, and the other thing is they haven't fired the director like five times, <laughs> yeah. so that's good. That's a good sign. The other second Avatar movie feels like that too. It's like the second Avatar movie is gonna be just as much hot garbage as the first one. The yeah, one that Netflix so is doing, I don't know, man. That's like only us too. that think that. I though. know. <laughs> I've, I've, the rest of it was ready so to popular. Slip their wrists over it. Yeah. I've got relatively it's, high hopes for the new Avatar on Netflix because the the creators are no, no, involved. No, no. I think Netflix, James Cameron. Oh, James yeah, Cameron's own one? Not Airbender. Blue Monkey guy. Oh, not Airbender. Blue guys. Fern Gully. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were talking about Last Airbender. I was like, come on, man. The no, new Netflix looks thing looks good. legit. The Dragon Show, uh, Dragon King or Dragon Prince. I think so. Made was really good, too. Yeah. I think that's getting to season three soon. Have we rated Suicide Squad yet? No. No. We liked it until we started it talking about other uh, shit again. It wasn't a pop culture. So the, I just went back on the pop cultures. I can try and go back no, on... don't we rate all the movies? Oh, this, The Suicide Squad. I'm yeah, sorry. No, no, no. no. Sorry. We haven't. No, no, no. Sorry. That's okay. I just, I, I think of the other one when you say not, that. I'm sorry. Not Suicide Squad. <laughs> the Suicide Squad. I apologize for any confusion. <laughs> it confused me. Squad. It's so stupid. Squad of Suicide. Uh, so, I mean, the just loose... call it something else. <laughs> the loose plot is... Suicide Squad. They just get the... They get these dudes together again, and then they got to go to this island to fight this fucking star fish. Well, they don't know that. Right. They're going there to destroy a a a building. building. Fidel Castro. But the the building's full of a giant starfish. They're American terroristering it. And then the reason they want to get rid of Doing the what we do best is because they're the creators, effectively, of the issue. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, it's America trying to clean itself up again. It feels a lot like this Afghanistan thing. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, Jesus. imagine that starting a war 20 years ago, and it's still shitty. <laughs> and then arming the people that eventually take over when you leave. Yeah, yeah. It's exactly like Suicide Squad. <laughs> Hey, hey, guess what? It's awful. The movie's awesome, though. Yeah, it's really... It's a lot this better movie's than the Afghanistan thing. Way better than, way the, better Afghanistan than the Afghanistan thing. thing. <laughs> I'd much rather, rather watch that than Afghanistan. And it's hot there. I think that's why it's so miserable. I bet it's hot on Corto Maltese, yeah. which incidentally is... <laughs> it's like tro- in every fucking DC it's everything. It's also tropical. I just love that Corto Maltese is like a 
a comic it's a fake island from a french comic book like it's there's a whole comic book series called corto maltese every fucking superhero and villain in dc universe goes to corto maltese at some point yeah i think it's funny <laughs> That's how they roll. <laughs> that's, what they, that's where they keep the hoes. Uh, 89. That's what you're giving it? And you were 90s. I have a lot more nostalgia for My Cousin Vinny. For Vinny. This movie is so much better than that movie. <laughs> I'm like a 92. But the beautiful thing about this is you're going to average me out. It's fine. I'm like a 92 for this movie. It's, it's an A for sure. It's not a super A because I feel like it's overly long by about half an hour. Yes. Because, like, it felt like it should be coming to the end when Starro happens. The whole scene where they go to, like, the club mm-hmm. and then they get, like, fucked up by the police and then they escape. Like, that whole thing did not need did to not happen. It's like 20 happen. minutes of movie. Yeah. There's definitely editing that could have happened in this movie. I give it, I'm going to say, like, an 85. Like I surprised by that too. I like it. It's I mean I'm just surprised by it. It's it's good. <laughs> Shut up, Doyle. It's <laughs> my cousin Vinny ninety. I didn't give he didn't give it a score. Anything. He didn't give it a score. He didn't give it a score. I would not have given it a ninety two, <laughs> that's what like so so for this it's not that it's it, it it's like a B for me because it's just I liked it. It was enjoyable, but there's also like 10,000 other superhero movies. That's like not the stopping only, for a while. The only thing that makes this really any different is that it's rated R, and I appreciate that. I feel like there's a lot of things that make this movie different. I don't. I think there's a In l- fact, this movie accomplished something that I think that on this show we've bitched about a ton, which is the, them saying like you can't just make a superhero team movie without all these like back movies and this movie was just like fuck you we can't and but they it, did but <laughs> very successful but it does it in a way that but he does he has that magic he does he he does that with Guardians of the Galaxy he did that with Suicide Squad and I think some of that has to do with people not knowing who these people are and I think the Suicide Squad really is that though like you don't need a lot of background to have villains just go out there you and die don't, but it's just that's not the part of that makes like a team movie hard to make to me because like think, it's the dynamic of actually creating. I think a, a I think a big part of how he accomplishes that is that you don't ever become super invested with the characters until they've been able to tell their story through the movie by setting it up with the whole first squad just dying right away. So since you're not anticipating anybody leaving. Or living through the movie, you don't really attach yourself until they get the chance to tell their story. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not like suggesting that like because it's a magical all, they, thing that can't be done. I'm just saying like he's done something that really none of the other comic book movies. No, I have think really, really successfully. I think Guardians of the Galaxy is probably the only other example of that being yeah. done well, and it's also a James Gunn movie. Uh, hello, Power Rangers. <laughs> I like the Power Rangers in that movie. It's just god-awful. The fucking first... Are you giving it a rating? The first Power Rangers I I literally saw like 10 minutes of this film. I saw... So he gives it a 10. (laughs) (laughs) The 10 10 minutes I saw, I would probably give it about an 83. I mean, I saw King Shark rip a dude's face off. I saw... You have to Harley and Ildris escape a uh, tower that was and co- cra- collapsing, and I saw Starro burst and out and vote. take over people. Because it is 
you'll like it. It's fun. I have a feeling I will. Did you notice they? I guess they were making fun of Le- LeBron James with when the sharks like re- when shark was reading a book. <laughs> so I guess there's an image of like LeBron James sitting like in like the similar like locker room situation as he is with like an upside down book. I don't know if he's like fucking around or whatever. Right. And so like there's like saying LeBron That's James like is like an idiot and can't read. <laughs> the same and. thing with yeah. <laughs> Puts upside down. Me read good. I did so. like the little jellyfish things that he thinks yes. he's made friends with. <laughs> and him. Him. I love how he's in, like indestructible. Yeah, King Shark's kind of like that though. Like, oh, I know, but I didn't think he was like that indestructible. I didn't think he was indestructible enough to like fall a hundred stories and have a building drop on him, and then, <laughs> and then also get shot by eight hundred guns. <laughs> yeah, like, like he gets lit up like confetti, and then and he then just he stands tears up, dude, in half. Yes. So to lightning in the background. The Suicide Squad <laughs> falls under Beverly Hills Cop and above the ring. Yeah, that sounds about right. I thought you were going to say Beverly Hills Ninja for a minute. <laughs> no, that, that was like under Beverly Hills Ninja. Two. <laughs> you fucking up the <laughs> Negative four. That's uh. what I give Beverly Hills Ninja. I mean, I'm giving it like a Chris 50, Farley. 60. <laughs> no okay. way. God, that movie's so bad. Luke King's in that movie. <laughs> And his hair is still fabulous. Yes. It's not as fabulous, but it's still good. <laughs> oh, well, on that shit. note, Luke Kang's hair is fabulous. Be sure to find fabulous. us at TOTLB.com. That's where you can find it's all of our social live clip when Doyle made it his background <laughs> picture so that he had Luke Kang's hair. It's still like that imagery is still in my fucking head. Go to YouTube.com slash Thinking Outside the Long Box to watch more of our videos and Patreon.com slash TOTLB to get some stuff for your donation. Tim, where can we find you soon? Uh, Yeah, so I'll be in Rhode Island in uh, first weekend in November for Rhode Island Comic Con. Look it up. In a van down by the river. And, of course, you can give us a call on the Michael Kirk Memorial Hotline. He loved midgets. Now he's dead. 970-573-6148. Until next time, I've been Gabe. I'm Tim. Love you. He's dead because of the midgets. I'm Juan. I assume assume as much. Some parasitic midget aides just killed him. Jesus. Bye. Bye, everybody. (laughs) It's not racist. on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Patreon, and YouTube for behind-the-scenes information and more content! Thinking Outside the Long Box is a barren space production! ha <laughs> ha!